Hello. Hello, everybody. Oh, welcome yeah. to another episode of Your Mother Ate My Dog, the podcast, episode 54, where we bring you the movie and the information about the movie. And you've either seen the movie or you haven't seen the movie. But after listening to the podcast, you'll either want to see the movie or you won't want to see the movie. Mm-hmm. And that is the podcast. I'm Josh. You're Jesse. Hi. Tell me, Jesse, what's been going on? Well, just a whole lot of paddling, a whole lot of working. I've been watching a lot of movies as well. Have you seen any movies that weren't the podcast movie since we last did the podcast? Since we last have done the podcast, um, there was a, a trip um, by a woman who uh, birthed my girlfriend. A trip by a woman. And, you know, people people normally watch a lot of movies, um, you know, when family's over. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have family staying in your house. What are you going to do? You're going to watch movies. Right. And that definitely did happen. Okay. Um, however, none of them were very good. Like there wasn't a, let's, let's watch a movie cause we're all interested in watching a movie. It's let's watch, let's just put a movie on in the background and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll watch it, but not really watch it. Mm-hmm. So the one movie, well, I've seen two movies since Snowpiercer. I've seen more than two movies, but the I've seen I'll say four movies since Snowpiercer. Okay, and two of the movie two movies were um, not good. Mm-hmm. Just like so, it was a it was a Diane Keaton Mandy Moore film. Um, Diane Keaton Mandy Moore movie from two thousand seven called Because I Said So. Mm-hmm. Which had has four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, good Jesus! It's about a, a movie where a mother sets up a her daughter with um with a boy, right? But then accidentally, there's another somehow there's another boy who's who comes in, and then she's like dating two guys at once. Uh oh! But the mom has one guy and. She's like, you have to date this one. Um, didn't really pay attention to it very much. Sounds right. Then, then there was another one, which I can't even remember what it was. It might not even have existed, to be honest with you. It would have been a fever dream. But thank you for asking this question. The, the first movie I, I saw um, minus or out, outside of the podcast was a movie called Braid. It's not what it sounds like. It's difficult to find. I guess I got to put Braid movie because it's, it's kind of, you know, it's like an indie movie, movie. About, it wasn't a movie just about, you know, hair styles. No, no. Well, hair was in it for sure. Right. People had hair. Yeah. It's a 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 2018 psychological horror thriller film. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Those indie films tend to be. 
different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll find the tagline because it um, it would kind of explain it better than I could. All right, hit me with it. All these mouse clicks, is, I'm sure it's coming up soon. Two, women, two wanted women decide to rob their wealthy, psychotic friend who lives in a fantasy world they created as children. To take the money, they have to take part in a deadly, perverse game of make-believe. Hmm. Uh, I give that one a 4.8 out of 10. Oh, oh okay. So, not agreeing with the critics. Yeah, and there is... Um, there is the cat, the cat litter box um, clip of the week. Yeah, cat litter box clip of the week. You, it's an early one, only five minutes in. Oh, he's only intensifying his efforts, he's speeding up. Hmm? Hmm? This the second movie um, I watched that was worth talking about is a movie from the year two thousand called Best in Show. All right, which I'm, I mean, maybe you've seen. No, I haven't even heard of it. You've never heard of Best in Show starring Eugene Levy and Christopher Guest and Fred Willard and Catherine O'Hara and Parker Posey and Jennifer Coolidge? Nope. It's a behind-the-scenes look into the highly competitive and cutthroat world of dog shows through the eyes of a group of ruthless dog owners. It's like it's a mockumentary um, about the Westminster Dog Show, but it's not called the Westminster Dog Show. It's called the Mayflower Kennel Club Dog Show. Mm-hmm. But it's... It's funny. It was funny. It was like a 7.6 out of 10, I think. Okay. From me. That's pretty good. But it's my, my kind of humor. Dog show humor. Who doesn't love a good Eugene Levy? Yeah, good dog show humor film. Um, I was going to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, what movies have you seen since we last talked about Snowpiercer? Well, I have seen five movies that weren't the podcast movie since then, all of which were good. None of them put on in the background just to fill the empty void. I actually actively watched them. The first one was Paddington 2. And um, that was quite good. And the ending, you know how we when we watched um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? Yeah, how uh, when they're watching when they watch that film, they they cry at the end. That makes sense. It's not like a sad cry; it's like a happy cry, which I almost did. It was very moving. It was very moving. So I I don't know what I'd give that movie out of ten. Probably like an eight and a half. Or, or but yeah. have you seen Paddington? Yeah, we talked oh, about yeah. that last episode. I watched Paddington, and then this time I watched Paddington three weeks too. ago. That's okay. You don't remember? That's fine. And then after that, I watched Heat, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, and the guy from Tombstone. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, that was a very good one. It's a very long movie, but I watched it in two halves while on a ferry ride. First half on the way to Vancouver, the second half on the way back. Always been meaning to watch that one. It was very long, but very good. I'd recommend that one. Third movie I watched was Bullet Train, a movie with Brad Pitt. You seen that one? 
I've seen the I've seen it in passing. Um, of, oh, that's a movie. I haven't pressed play, but I know it exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was actually pretty good. I'd give that one like a seven out of ten. Genuinely funny and interesting um, action sequences, but funny most of all. I thought. Um, then I watched Carlito's Way, another Al Pacino movie. Have you seen that? Nope. That was very, very good. I think he was nominated or maybe even won an Oscar for that, which makes a lot of sense. It was, it was a very good performance. I highly recommend that one. And lastly, I watched... Um, what was the last movie I watched? Oh, 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 Cape Fear. Robert De Niro movie. Have you seen that one? No. Also very good. Very creepy, though. I wouldn't... Uh, I don't know. It's called Cape Fear. It is. That one is, uh, is an unsettling one, but it is good, undeniably. And yeah, those are the five films I saw that weren't The Craft, which I watched just a few hours ago. Al Pacino did not win anything for that movie, Carlito's Way. Oh. Okay. Well, he maybe he got nominated or something. I don't know. But anyway... Very good performance. One of my favorite of his, I would say. The first question is, uh, is Carlito, Carlito's Way based on a, or is it a sequel to Scarface? No. Not my questions. Well, that's exciting. You watch all good movies. Um, I can't remember what I was. Oh, actually, you know what? I, I believe today I was watching um a youtuber that we both enjoy he was talking about a move a movie from uh ben affleck called the town have you seen the town it's from ben affleck i have not seen the town he um he was playing a game where you have to there you're given two different movies mm-hmm. and you have to connect the actors in the movie right right so, so for example, um, this one was, it was like, um, it was a Robin Williams movie. He had to connect to Goodwill Hunting. And so um, Ben Affleck came up and um, he was talking about the movie The Town. And he said um, it was, uh, it reminded him of the movie The, the Heat. Okay. So today, that movie, in my mind, will I watch it? Probably not. It's very long, but I, it was probably one of the better ones of all the ones I did see. But that's okay. I'm, I don't. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Been on amazing. a movie movie watching fix lately, I suppose. <clears throat> well, I did also watch a movie today. Um, called The Craft. What made you? What made you pick this one? Uh, a little. A little witchy high school drama film. I think I was like, I look at one point I looked up like 90s cult films or something like that. And this one was on the list. And I thought it looked interesting. And I also picked it because I knew that Mackenzie would want to watch it. Um, okay. The Craft. This film, before we get into it, mm-hmm. is the 11th highest grossing witch film Um of all time. Okay. 
or at least since the year 1980. Okay. I'm going to name the other 10. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me if you've seen this movie. I know number one on the list, you might have an idea. But you definitely, we've, you've definitely seen it and we've definitely talked about it on the podcast. Okay. But number 10 is a movie called Season of the Witch. I haven't seen this. That. This one stars our boy, Nicolas Cage. Right. I haven't seen it. That's all I know. 14th century knights transport a suspected witch to a monastery where monks deduce that her powers could be the source of the Black Plague. Hmm. 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, next is just a movie called The Witch. Um, 2016 movie. A lot of movies just called The Witch. Does that have um, the lady from the Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> Who's uh, in that? The Witch 2015. I, I don't know her name. Anna Taylor Joy or whatever the hell it is. Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Um, great. Next is Blair Witch 2. Mm, I haven't seen the second one. Uh, after that is The Last Witch Hunter. I haven't seen that one either. What about Hocus Pocus? I know of it, but have not seen Hocus Pocus. So you haven't seen Hocus Pocus 2? I have not, no. Um, when I mentioned that we're watching The Craft, uh, I was told, uh, why, why couldn't we watch Practical Magic? Have you seen Practical Magic? No. Sandra Bullock, Nic uh, Nicole Kidman, apparently it's good. That's next on the list. Okay. After that is Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Mm, I have seen Hansel and Gretel. Witch Hunters. I've seen that. Uh, what about the 2005 movie Bewitched starring uh, Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman? I've seen parts of that, but I have not seen the whole thing. Uh, number two on the list is The Witches of Eastwick. No of it, have not seen it. Uh, number one on the list, which has grossed more than twice the amount of The Witches of Eastwick, is... The Blair Witch Project. That is a good movie. That is a movie if you have never seen and you would want it like a creepy movie and you're not like tainted by everyone making fun of it if, when it came out like in the early 2000s or whatever. It is a very good one to watch. It legitimately freaked me out. Movie came out in 1999. Okay, 1999. One hour, 21 minutes. Nice and short too. Um, okay, well, uh, The Craft. Yes, that is a film we watched, unfortunately. Okay, so I, I believe it's happening again. It's happening again? Yeah. Uh, so it started out um, that we both had the, had similar ideas and feelings about a movie we watched. Like even this year, we started out scoring around the same. Mm -hmm. but there, there are movies where I seem to like it and you do not. Right. Or you seem to like it and I do not. Mm -hmm. This sounds like we're heading in that direction. 
Right. Do you know why we're heading in that direction? Because I watch this movie without any expectations. I, I pulled a Jesse. Well, I feel like when I had mentioned this f- f- movie, you said you had already seen it before. Yeah, I had already seen it before, but I didn't remember really anything that happened in it. Oh, okay. And I seem to remember like not really liking it a lot too much because it was a little, you know, campy and I couldn't take it seriously. But mm-hmm. when I watched it today, I was like, you know what? No expectation. We're just going to watch it. And whatever happens, happens. And I was pleasantly surprised. Well then, That surprises me. So you didn't like it? No, it was a bit boring for most of it. Until the end. The ending, I mean, for sure was the best part. I would say the last 20 minutes or so was the best part, in my opinion. The rest of it was just kind of like a teenage teenage drama, I guess, that was very poorly acted and poorly written. Okay. My acting score is um, not low. Your acting score is not low. Are you a crazy person? Um, no, uh, I'm not a crazy person. The seem a little crazy think, to me. I think the board. This movie reminded me a little bit the way it was filmed. Um, Mulholland Drive ish, just like how the like the lighting was. I don't know if you got. The lighting did not remind me of Mulholland Drive, no. Like um, Naomi Watts and Robin Tunney, who mm-hmm. played Sarah, mm-hmm. they they seem very similar. Like similarly naive characters at the beginning. Okay, I could see that. Did we, okay. But like, I know, I know what you're trying to say, like how some movies look like it's a t- made for TV movie and it's just like there's something weird about the lighting or whatever it is that makes it that way but in yeah. this one I don't really I don't really get I didn't really get that from this no I don't know but that's just okay me. so you didn't like the acting no 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 you liked the ending yeah um I mean those are the only two things we talk about well, usually. Well, I will say I, I liked the ending in comparison to the rest of the film. I would say as a standalone ending to a movie of this type, it was not particularly good. But it was nice to get something that was watchable by the end. It was one of those movies I, I found, like to, to its credit, I suppose, is that it's a bad, it, to me, it was a bad movie, but a bad movie that you could laugh at. It like gave that a... It, it let you do that. Whereas a, some films we can go, I'll go back to the dude where's my car example. It was just so bad. I couldn't laugh at it at all. I was just pissed off the whole time. But this one was like, they were just saying stupid thing. It was very easy to make fun of. So that's, that's like what, if I were to pick one major thing I liked about the movie was that it was easy to make fun of and still enjoy, um, enjoy the experience in, in that way. Okay. How do you like the special effects? Um, the special effects. They were all right, I suppose. 
I mean, there was they did a lot of practical effects. I think when they, especially when, like near the end, a lot of a lot of practical effects then, which is part of why I liked it. I think this film is often labeled a cult classic. Um, can, could you understand why, or is this? I can see why it's a. Uh, I can see why it's a cult classic. I think one of those one uh, characteristic of a cult classic is what I said is like you can make fun of it, and like it's in a so bad it's good way, like the room. Yeah, I feel like that's not this movie though. I don't think this movie, you, is a movie that people make fun of, which is weird to me. Um, it was nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Horror Film. Yeah, Saturn Awards, you don't want those, I thought. No, that's the Razzie. Oh, oh, okay. Saturn is like a legit thing. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I did get those mixed up. My apologies. Um, okay, so who, like specifically the, the whole, like, did anybody stand out for acting? I didn't really... F- find anyone gave a good performance um what about breckenmeyer breckenmeyer is funny that you mentioned that we uh, mackenzie and i as we were watching we agreed that he was one of the more entertaining parts even though he didn't really say all that much he wasn't in it very very often no no but he was like i don't know there's something about him when you see him it's kind of like Oh, it's him. And then it's like, it's a good thing that he's on the screen. Uh, same can be said for Christine Taylor, uh, who played the racist bully. The racist bully. Yep, that's right. Uh, the girl from Dodgeball. Yeah, uh, Dodgeball and, and Zoolander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she was entertaining. Um. Okay. No? No, I didn't think so. Um, what about Skeet Ulrich? He has a fun name. That is a fun name. I can't deny that Skeet Ulrich is a very satisfying name. He, he just, I mean, he seemed to be giving a similar, I'll put it this way. I've seen him in one other thing, I think, and that was Scream. And all I could just picture was him as the Scream guy. And he was, and he wasn't like as creepy in this movie, but he definitely was, you know, creepy, especially when he became, when he was got under the under the spell or whatever, became a little deranged, if you will, a little rapey. Um, yeah, yeah. So Skeet Rich and uh, Nev Campbell, they they were in Scream together. It's, mm-hmm. It came with the same year as this film. It's a big year. I think. Uh, Part of this, the problem of this film was that the main character, I guess it's debatable as who the main character is, but to me, it's Robin Tunney, yeah. the woman who plays Sarah. Her performance, I thought, was very bad. She was like very breathy and like dramatic, but it was very, it did not work. Her line, her delivery of her lines was very strange. Uh, would it change your mind? To know that she was wearing a wig the whole time? Well, no, because I could tell she was wearing a wig the whole time. Her hair was the exact same the entire time, and it was like too, it was too big. 
you could like see the bigness. It was clearly a wig. It was the nineties. Yeah, I don't know. Her performance was was very strange. And so that's what's kinda, sorry. In these kind of movies, mm-hmm. um, like the boyfriend or whatever, yeah. they're normally like it's it's not good, not a good performance. But I I didn't think Skeet's performance was all that bad. Um, you know that is that is, that's fair. Skeet's Skeet's his name is Skeet. That is such a strange name. Yeah, Skeet's performance. I suppose was not that bad. Didn't make me roll my eyes. And I never, actually, I guess I did make fun of his performance a couple of times. There was like a, a scene like in the classroom where he's like looking back at Sarah and he like turns around and makes like the weirdest face ever. I don't know. It was funny. I mean, I laughed a good amount in this, in this movie. This wasn't but, a comedy. Uh, yeah, I know. It wasn't, a, it wasn't meant to be a comedy, but. I would say that's where I got most of my entertainment from was the funny, weird moments. So you won't be watching the sequel? I don't. I think I'll leave the sequel. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, like, would you call Scream a cult movie? A cult classic? It is, right? Yeah. I think Scream has the same characteristics. There are moments where it's funny, but I don't think that's what they were intending to do. Right, maybe not for the first one, but then I think they, for Scream at least, they um, they kind of, they added that to their sequels. They kind of right, didn't they take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's, for me, that's why 100% I, I agree as to why people find this a cult classic. And for me, that definition comes from being able to laugh at it a so bad it's good sort of situation. I think it's a cult classic because um, young uh, adulty women really love witchcraft. I guess they so. They can relate. They want, they want to play spells on their um, bullies and walk on water. That's the walk on water think. thing was was a bit much. Okay, I'll give you that. I thought um, the the woman who played Nancy, I, I don't I don't dare try to say her name. Um, her performance was very over the top, and uh, I found it difficult to watch. Feruza uh, Bulk. Feruza, Feruza, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her in things. Um, she, I believe, was the love interest in The Water Boy. Right. Right. That is what I mainly remember her from. And American History X, as I'm looking at her filmography. I do remember her quite prominently in that film. She looks like another actor. She looks like um, kind of the... Villain stepmom in um, It Takes Two. The villain's stepmom in no, It the, Takes Two. The villain stepmom. Oh, the villain stepmom. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of a different. I think I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. 
Well, I'm sure she looks like that person you're thinking of. What movie am I thinking of? Doesn't matter. Yeah, her performance I found over the top. And not in a particularly entertaining way other than laughing at how over the top it was. I don't know. Maybe I didn't find myself in the right headspace for this one, but I I felt like I went into it with no expectations. Um, maybe it's because you had somebody there with you. So you kind of had to pretend to be all tough and cool and make fun of um, the movie, even though you wanted to love it. I don't think that was the issue now. Okay. Um, okay. Well, 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 that's well. fine. We don't have to love every movie we do, but you're going to be blown away by my scores. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Don't doubt that. Um, okay. Well, let me, let me just take a look at some uh, some fun facts. Maybe it'll excite you. Um, all the actresses were in their 20s at the time of filming. Um, the character who played Rochelle was almost 30 years old. Well, then, we're supposed to believe that she was in high school. Angelina Jolie almost played the role of Sarah. Oh, that probably would have been better. Eh, it's 96. 96 era uh, Angelina Jolie. She won like an Oscar around that time. Did you know that? Mm, no. Yeah. Well, now you do. This is actually the second time that uh, Feruza Balk portrays a, a witch. Uh, she was a witch in the movie The Worst Witch. So. Well, now that's making sense. Now. I guess you could say in this film she was the bad witch. Right. All right, well, do you want to score it up? First, I want to tell you that Angelina Jolie won an Oscar in 1999 for Girl Interrupted, which is pretty right. close to 1996. Yeah, it's a few years away. So I was somewhat right. Yeah, we can get on to the scores. I'm happy to do that. All right, well, you go ahead and give me your score. For acting. Okay. It's definitely, I liked the acting in that it was fun to make fun of. But not so much for it being, it's just like it was pretty damn distracting. And so I did not, I guess I was focusing more on how bad it was and less on like how it's contributing to the story and the plot and the film as a whole. It just, it stuck out. And like I said, I didn't really find there to be any good performances. It was just very awkward and like very noticeable. I feel like good acting you may perhaps don't really want to notice. Well, I mean, superb acting you probably notice like, wow, this is really well acted. But, you know, just good acting, it just it serves the plot and it makes for an entertaining film without maybe drawing attention to itself. And this said... This went the opposite way, just so bad that you notice it, and that's all you notice. 
acting, I'd have to give a three. Just not, not very good. Okay. Robin Tunney played Sarah. I didn't really find her, uh, her casting. She's like, it, it didn't really work um, for the role. It, she didn't really fit that character's role. Mm-hmm. So we were supposed to believe that, that she was kind of like a gothy witch kid. Hello. Yeah. Um, because like she gravitated to the other three who were mostly gothy witch kids. Right. And like, so we're supposed to believe that they were, it wasn't out of the ordinary for them to hang out. We need a fourth. Oh, this one's perfect. Oh yeah, she's perfect. Um, but that was kind of the only issue that I had with it. Um, with the acting, she did have to wear a wig for the whole film, as I said, because she shaved her head for another film that I had never heard of before. So I don't know if, if that film, hello again, if that film did well. Yeah. Um, but I thought the four main girls did a great job. And I thought the side characters, including Skeet, did a perfectly great job. So I gave acting a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10, huh? Do you think Skeet Ulrich's parents were like carnies and they just like really like playing skeet ball or something? I don't don't believe he was um, born Skeet Ulrich. Oh, that's it. He changed it. I mean, so maybe he really liked skeet ball then. So he changed it to that. I like skeet ball. But like not enough um, to change my name to it. Like I'm not going to change my name to like Outrigger Balcom or something. But I stick with he, Jesse. He was born Brian Trout. Brian Trout. Yeah, that's a pretty bad name. Um, his stepfather. Oh, sorry. His first stepfather. His last name was Ulrich. He was a huh. NASCAR driver. Okay. Uh, and Skeet considered him as his father, so he changed his last name to Ulrich, but his first name. Um, originated from the word Skeeter, a nickname he was given by his little league coach because of his small stature and because he was as fast as a mosquito. Oh, Skeeter, like a mosquito. Skeet. Sure, yeah. That's stupid. My skeet ball origin story is better. But anyway, I guess that's uh, of little consequence. Um, Yeah, okay, so I'll do ending. First. Okay, okay, hit me with it. Um, the ending of this film was very dark, quite literally. Mm-hmm, it's hard mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the girls, who were once best witch friends, turn on each other. Um, and then the three bullies try to kill Sarah by like doing stuff to her, which was also dark. Mm-hmm. Um, high school. You know, I wasn't I wasn't a female in high school, so I don't really under, didn't really understand like that aspect of it. The murdering and trying to murder and the witches and stuff. Um, I thought the special effects were pretty good for 1996. Mm-hmm. But I think they did use real insects. They certainly looked real. Um, and then, you know, things happen and Nancy ends up in a mental institution, which Suits her. Yeah. Um, the ending fight actually um, between Nancy and Sarah won an MTV movie award for best fight in 1996. Hmm. 
an award I never knew they gave. I didn't think it was that good, but um, I thought it gave the story an appropriate ending. Mm -hmm. And it was as exciting as it could be. 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that sounds that sounds accurate based off what I'm about to say. I thought the ending was the best part for sure. And as you say, it was, um, I guess you could say at that point, the film got darker, which I think is probably would have done the film some favors had it done that the whole time. Some, some gore, perhaps some, some horror elements. I wouldn't really call this. I don't know what it's, I'm not looking at it right now, but I assume this is called like a, a drama, a horror drama. I wouldn't really call it a horror movie, but it had it been more like the ending throughout it, I think that might have increased my score, my overall score. So I guess maybe the ending made me feel as though, yeah, it, it rather than, well, I mean, it was good as, as a standalone, but it also made me think, oh, I wish the rest of the movie was like this, you know? Uh, but yeah, the, the fight scene yeah, it was entertaining. The practical effects were good. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, you say it won an award. I don't know about that, but yes, it was entertaining overall. I would I gave the ending a 6 out of 10. It's a teen supernatural horror film. Teen supernatural horror film. Supernatural drama, that sounds accurate, but I don't know about horror. Sounds like you thought it was horror or a bull. Horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, You gave me your ending then, and then we'll finish on a high note with my score. Give you give you my ending, or do you mean give you my final score? Give you give give me your final score. Okay. This movie, we're not. uh, If it did not have the. Um, the ability for me to laugh at it, like the so bad it's good element, would have even got a, got it an even lower score than I than I gave it, but it, it uh, unknowingly saved itself in that way. I suppose I did find myself laughing quite a bit, although it wasn't its intention, and the ending was pretty solid. The acting very distracting, but also, like I said, I could laugh at it, so that was. I guess good in some way. I gave this one a four out of ten. I mean, it's not as bad as I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, like it was not completely unwatchable, and moments there were some entertaining moments. I've seen worse. Okay, well, I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. You did. I liked how each. Like the premise of um, each of the four main girls casting a selfish spell and having that backfire on them. So that was a cool little, cool little movie thing. Cool little movie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was only one girl who got to walk on water. Right, only one uh, Jesus girl. A lot of reviews thought that maybe it used too many special effects, but I don't know if that took away from the film. The more, the better. Yeah. And it, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. 
Um, so for that, I gave the movie a final score of six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay, that's not as high as I thought you were going to go. Six, I, I can respect that score. I think that's too high, but I mean, we're two different humans. We are two different humans. We are. Um, I mean, okay, honestly, I could have given it a 6.5, but I, six is good. My negativity brought you down from a six and a half to a six. No. Okay. You were not influenced by my judgments. No. Uh, and that is the craft. Whew. I fixed some good ones lately, haven't I? Um, does, does this affect your future movie pickings? I already know what my next movie is going to be. I don't think it's supposed to be bad. So there's that. You don't think it's supposed to be bad. No, I've heard good things rather than bad. Well, this one, I mean, I hadn't heard anything. The craft, more like the crap. Good one, yet again. Hitting those zingers. Okay, well, um, the next movie that we're going to watch yeah, um, is also called The Something. Okay. Um, so we have seen, we've seen a few different movies that starts with um, The. So we've seen The Batman. Mm-hmm. We've seen The Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. We've seen the butterfly effect. Oh. oh, that was that reminds me of the the movie I couldn't remember that I that we watched um this past week or whatever. It was an Ashton Kutcher movie. Uh, him and Reese Witherspoon. They uh, switch houses for some reason. It wasn't very good at all. That doesn't sound like it would be good. But it was like it's like a romantic comedy that Netflix did. And the year 2023 that anyways, uh, we did the one, the haunting, the Muppet movie. This is a lot of those. The Wicker Man, the Chronicles of Riddick, the craft. And finally, episode 55, the house. You know, house was one of my favorite TV shows growing up. Laurie. Oh, yes. This is a movie not about that at all. Okay. Is this like um, the the Japanese film? Or is this... Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. This is like the newer one that came out in 2022. It's a British animation, stop motion animated anthology, anthology animated film. I don't know why, give, why it says animated so many times. Yeah, that was a lot of animation uh, yeah also a netflix film but i have no idea what it's about or i just know it's the the scores are high helena bottom carter's in it well it's about time we saw a animated uh puppeteered animated adult cartoon animated movie it's it comes from Netflix animation. It's a succinct ninety seven minutes. Okay, which is about 
uh, the the craft's length as well. Which was a good length, I thought. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Looks interesting. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, okay. Well, that was exhausting. That was exhausting. The craft. Yeah. The craft, more like the crap. <laughs> um, yeah. True. So true. True. You ever go on Sporkle? Do I ever go on Sporkle? Um, no. I have been playing the cinema... So uh, uh, the box office game, thanks in part to Northern Lion. Oh, that's the one where like it gives you f- um, like five movies and you have to guess like five movies from a specific date. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I don't think I'd be very good at that because um, I guess, I mean, clue based, I could do it. But like later on, like if it was anything from like 2000. 15 uh, earlier than that. I don't think I'd be very good at that. Hmm. I I would say like, I can't, I can't say that I'm great at it. I think I've only ever done it three times. I think, I think I got a two once a three and then like another three or something. And then like, I feel like every time I play that game, I get a movie I've never heard of in my entire life. Right. That's like, that's like almost guaranteed. And then there's always the big ones that, you know, everyone knows. Um, do you do it today? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I think so. Uh, the first one was a Warner Brothers movie that grossed $160 million in the first weekend. Which is a lot. The first actor is Christian Bale. Oh, oh. sorry. It's July 20th, 2012. Okay. So that's clearly Batman Begins. You think Batman Begins was 2012, not Dark Knight? I don't think the Dark Knight was 2012, was it? Maybe it was. Okay. I'm going to do Dark Knight first. Okay. By the way, I have not done this one. So, because I don't remember. I don't remember that. It wasn't the Dark Knight. I feel like Batman Begins was too early for that. It was not Batman Begins. What was the third one called? Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Look at that. Okay. Uh, Second one is a the second week, second weekend for a 20th Century Fox film that grossed $20 million dollars that weekend has um, Ray first... Romano in it. Oh yes. Probably okay, good. We're doing this together. It's probably ice age. Um, okay. I'll do genre. It's animation. Yeah. Ice age for sure. Actor two is John Leguizamo. Yeah. Ice age. But is it ice age one? No, age that would probably be ice age two. Ice age Two, yeah, because I feel like Ice Age One came out um, 
came out when I was like in high school. Yeah. Oh, well, there's no Ice Age 2. It's just like Ice Age The Meltdown. That sounds right. It's not. Oh, boy. Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs. There's so many Ice Age movies. Uh, not, not that one. Ice Age Continental Drift. Uh, it's not. Oh, it is that one. Ice Age Continental Drift. Wonderful. Okay, of course. Um, the third one is a Sony Pictures film that has grossed $228 million by the third weekend. Jesus Christ. Starring Andrew Garfield. Oh. So wait, so you're saying that the third Batman movie and a Spider-Man movie uh, was playing at the same time? That's crazy. Yeah, that's got to be the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. I don't know what else that could possibly be. It could be the amazing Spider-Man 2, but it wasn't the amazing Spider-Man 1. Um, this is a big weekend. So it is uh, July 20th, so obviously a lot of big movies for the for the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal film 180 million dollars. My 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 um tactic is I always go with the first actor. That's always what I pick first. Mark Wahlberg. Oh man. What's that Mark movie? Mark Wahlberg. What's that movie he oh. did with um with Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell? Yeah, what's that? Uh the It's not the good guys. Is it the good guys? Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, and they're like buddy cops. What's that movie called? The Odd? It's not The Odd Couple. It's like the something guys. The other guys. The other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my guess. It was not. Uh, second actor, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. And Mark Wahlberg? It's a comedy fantasy. Seth MacFarlane is the third actor. Um, is it? Um, hmm. See, this is probably a movie I never heard of. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mila Kunis, and yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane is the voice of Ted. Uh the movie is Ted. Did you look that up or did you just come to, it just came to you? Um, I looked at the tagline. Oh, you took the tagline. Okay. And it was um, dot, dot, dot is coming. Three letter word. Mm. Ted. Gotcha. Ted is coming. Okay. The, the fifth, fifth and final one. Disney well, movie. Disney movie. Now with Disney movies, I don't usually pick the first actor because most of the time it's an animated movie and it almost never helps. Uh, it is an animated adventure comedy family action fantasy. Right. I'm think the tagline is probably going to be their my best bet. Okay. I did do to do actor Kelly McDonald. Never see? heard of. See, see, see. Never do the actor. The tagline is "Change your fate." Um, Emma Thompson's in it. Emma Thompson. Change. But it's fate. animated, so. Animated. Emma Thompson movie. Um. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've just been informed. Although I should have gotten it, but okay. It's definitely brave because there's a line she goes, "If you had, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you take it?" It's definitely brave. 
It's definitely brave. Yeah, what a what a wild weekend. That is a big box office weekend. What were you doing July twentieth, two thousand twelve? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, um, what was I doing July twentieth, twenty twelve? I don't know. Probably at a Dragon Boat Festival or something. Actually, no, I wasn't doing Dragon Boat then. Maybe you and I were doing Dragon Boat for Fairways on that very day. 2012? It probably would have been more like 2013, huh? Um, yeah, when do you think The Man with the Iron... F- oh, The Man with the Iron Fist came out in November 2012, so we weren't <laughs> seeing that movie. Hmm. But yes, Batman... Batman, The Amazing Spider-Man... Brave, Ted, Ted, whatever the other one was. Yeah, whatever the other one was. That's crazy. Oh, Ice Age. Wonderful weekend at this at the cinema. I'd have to agree. Look at that. We're just past the fifty minute mark. We're very good at that. Yeah, I guess it's time for us to go to bed. Yeah. Well, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, yet another episode of Your Mother and My Dog the podcast. Back tomorrow? Well, it's because like we go to bed and we do a, an episode, and then we go to bed and we do an episode. That's our lives. Oh, okay. And we just ignore the fact that it's like you know every week, or sometimes we in this case every three weeks. We don't have all we are to these people are robots who put out content, right? Literally, they know that we've we're fifty five four episodes into two hundred episodes. We're recording back to back, so that we only have to do this once, and we can release content for the next, you know, four years. That's why when people suggest movies, I'd be like, "Well, you know, ask me again in three years." Yeah, yeah, that's what I tell them as well. Um, oh, right. Sorry, I got. I'll just write. I'll go into my my trusty uh, AI machine and get a an exit for this podcast. Great. Uh, that's what we call it. I got to log in. Oh, that's annoying. That's okay. I can, free, I can free the empty space. Hey, how about those Lakers, huh? And did you uh, look, I don't know. And did you look outside lately? There sure are a lot of roads. And it's raining. Hey, do me a favor. Touch the top of your head. There's hair. I've already forgotten my password for this thing. And when there's hair, there's hair loss, male pattern, hair loss, baldness. That's a thing. Men go through it. I'm sure women go through it too. Probably not. Male pattern baldness in women is uh, far less common. It's uh, sort of in the name. But who knows? I'm sure it's happened once or twice. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of somebody from high school. Uh-huh. I've already forgotten my password for this thing. Um, and like high school was, you know, 13 years ago. And um, the hairline changed dramatically in the picture from high school and the picture from now. And I felt terrible. But Are you sure that wasn't, that's our life. You sure that wasn't you looking in a mirror? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't seen your face in years. I don't know what you look like now. 
Okay, I've had to uh, send my password to my email. So, oh boy, this is okay. The whole thing. We'll just do it. We'll just do it ourselves because we don't need robots. No, no, no. Human brain work good. Thank you, Jesse, for all your help in completing the podcast today. Thank you to our listeners for listening to our podcast. Thank you to my mother for once again realizing I have a podcast and she wants to listen to it. Oh, thanks, Janet. We appreciate we appreciate it um, so much, and we wish you the best of luck. Yes, thank you very much for watching. <laughs>